ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com You think, today, you're doing it. The lottery. Isn't there a new app where you pick your numbers by just shaking your phone? Nice. And maybe then you think, well, if someone's going to win it, why not me? Shake, pick, and play with the new app. The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. Yes, here we go. What I guess we've got to do. We've got the poor man's Mo Kamara, Lee Naylor. <laughs> That's terrible, isn't it? Big Mo Kamara. You know what? I see him nearly every week as well, down there. No, you don't. I do. Is he still wearing the Timberlands that he used to cross the ball with? Hey, he's got the worst. You know what? His dress sense is worse than yours, and that is saying something. All right, Nails, what are you saying about this tash? No, you know what you need to stop doing? Touting on your pictures, that's what you need to stop doing. <laughs> hey, mate. To me, it's this nose, man. November was like five, six months ago, mate. <laughs> oh, you know who I'm modelling this on? Oh, who's that? Henry. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> His big mouth's up. <laughs> Oi, before we start, I just want to check you definitely got trousers on, yeah? Aye. I'm not wanting that big banger flying about all over the place. <laughs> What's been happening, mate? How's lockdown been? Ah, uh, it's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, because well, obviously my missus, she got underlying problems, so she she's not allowed to go out at all. So like, we're restricted. So what have you two been up to then? Well, well. <laughs> well, if I was you, I'd be doing the exact same thing, with a young man. <laughs> I'm going to get it in on 40 now, mate. That's jeez. Oh, Nails, uh, you're an agent now. Uh, is this a bit of a nightmare for you this time? Crisis? Yeah, everything's changed. I mean, literally, not many, not many teams want to do anything. Um, they're all up in the air. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's not great times to be an agent, even for football uh, in general. Like, not, not many teams know where to stand, and it's, it's, it's um, very difficult at this time. Well, you've got a few boys up here, don't you? You've got me, Mikey Johnson. I did. Well, I've just I've moved companies now, so I weren't able to take Mikey with me. Oh, bastard! 
Yeah, so nice one. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, any young players watching this that need any young ballers that need an agent? There's your man Lee Miller. It's uh, no, as I said, it's tough. I've got you know, I had a couple up there. I had I had uh, Jack Ageson, I had uh, Churchy. Um, so yeah, I had I had, a, I had a few up there. Um, obviously, Mikey's Mikey was flying. He's just got to get rid of his injuries. Um, but when he when he gets on a run, he'll be he'll be some player for for Celtic. By the way, yeah. Oh, you getting us on board or what? You want to make a few quid? You getting us in? Well, mate, you know what? I was, I was actually thinking about when you burst into the into the first team back when I was at Celtic. Fucking uh, hopeless, wasn't uh, it? No, mate. I was, I was thinking like I was thinking, where's this kid come from? Because I, I remember you being a little cheeky lad, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, but you know you you had some about you as well. You you, I thought you were a really good player. And then oh, did, you get, did, did you um did you get injured again? You know when you came in training with us to start with, did you get injured again or did you go out on loan? Nah, we got injured mate. I was it for for ages, man. Killed us. Nah, I know. Oh, you were always good with us, so, mate. I want to say thanks. You were always good with us. I mean that. Well, he's he's one of them. He's enjoyed playing football, and that's what it was all about. Having a good laugh and. You like to have a good laugh on that. Yeah. Right, we're going to kick on with the career, mate. You ready for us? Rock and roll, mate. Rock and right. roll. You were a strange kid growing up. You actually wanted to be a fullback. Come on now. <laughs> Do you know what? The only person I know who wanted to be a fullback was, was my brother. Right. He, he, he literally, from a kid all the way up to being a pro at uh, Shrewsbury, uh, he was a right back. The only person ever I, I've ever known. So the um, brother was a pro as well. Yeah, he was. He was a pro for a year or two at Shrewsbury and uh, at Hereford at the time. Um, for first professional game, got sent off after about five minutes. Yeah, didn't see the pitch. Didn't see the pitch ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you do? Just kick a bit. Oh yeah, mate. Yeah, he, he was really good. He, he was one of them where. He just didn't have any luck at the draw, and he was he was a really good player. His right foot was amazing, uh, but he didn't have uh, he didn't have any luck. As simple right, as that. So who was the who was the sick bastard that put you a fullback in? Mate, oh, well I was at Wolves at the time, and it must have been I was at Wolves for about three or four four years, from under tens to under fifteens. So under fourteen, say they tried to move me back to left back. From from being a striker, right. by the way, I was banging in goals. It wasn't like I weren't scoring. I was banging in goals, and then they tried to move me back to left back, and I was like, "I'm not having this. I'm not having this." And I said to my mum, "Like, mum, get me out of here. I'm gone." So I left for about a year, came back under 15s, and then uh, just carried on. Went left back, just sucked it up, and then rest is history. There you go. Jack, you would have had a career you'd had if you'd stayed a striker. I think so, yeah. All right. uh, I was I was rapid, I was fast. Uh, my left foot was half decent. Uh, Ten of beans, young man, that left foot. Ten of beans. <laughs> I don't like to bounce too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was uh, Obviously, we, we speak about a lot in this programme about coming through the youth system, best days of your life. Was it similar for you at Wolves? Good, good upbringing. Yeah, uh, yeah, we had a great, great team down there. Obviously, YT days, um, nothing like it is now. Uh, but you, you know, you, you all mixed. 
Um, so all the first team and the youth team and reserves, they all mixed. Um, and oh, what, what, a, what a good time it was. What, the, there's, they're the days that you just don't forget. Um, and yeah, mate, I loved it, and I loved it. Oh, you watch your toes here. Everyone watch your toes. Best mate coming through, Julian Lescott. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Obviously, Joel's, Joel's two, two years younger than me. Um, but he was just fortunate that we both went into the first team uh, at a really young age. And uh, from then on, we've just been best buddies, yeah. Right, who's got a bigger head, him or Gary Caldwell? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, I think Caldwell easily wins that, mate. He easily wins that. <laughs> what about uh, Mark McGee was a gaffer at the time, Nils? How was he with young yeah. boys? No, he, he, was a, he was a tough manager. Uh, he was a shouter, he was a baller. He didn't take no, he didn't take no rubbish. Um, but, he, you know, he wasn't there for long. Um, I think it was just a, a season I had from him. Like, and I was a young boy. I was in and out at that time. I played, I don't know, something like twenty games in my first season. But I was in and out. He was, he was tough. He was tough. He didn't take no shit. Were you said what the meaning was? Were you quite chirpy as a as a young player? Uh, no, nah, not back then. <laughs> no chance. You Why not? Because you would have got you would have got beat down. <laughs> Mate, some of the things that used to happen to the young boys, oh my word, getting stuffed into uh, boot trolleys and everything, mate, until about three hours, like, oh, mate, it was evil, evil. <laughs> Who were the older ones that you wouldn't know what they got on the wrong side of? There was a player called Steve Sedgley. He, he came from Spurs at the time, so he was like best mates with Gaza. Mate, some of the things they, they got up to. Paul Stewart. Can you tell us any? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh mate, he, he was one of the one of these people in the dressing room. You needed in the dressing room, but some of the things he used to do, he used to come in with like, you know, like a a, a shit smoking a shit. Like I'm thinking, oh my life, what is he doing? And then he'd come in, you know the you know the urinals, you know yeah. the little tablets you have in the urinals. It just he come into the dressing room just eating them. Oh, it's good stuff. This good stuff. You want to you want to try this? And I'm like, oh my god, this this guy. But just for a laugh, like he just wanted a laugh from the from the lads. Just wanted you know just a lift. Um, great lad. He was a great lad to have around, but it's different. Definitely oh, different. I know a few boys that say like his breath smelt smell like they'd been smoking their fags as well. <laughs> uh, Dave Jones eventually came in there. How was he? Successful, wasn't he? Uh, it was successful. He was good at getting a team together. Um, man management, yeah, a bit iffy, but um, getting a team together, getting a bunch of old pros mixed with a couple of young lads, yeah, he, he was good at getting a team together, yeah, definitely. Uh, and a guy we've had on, I wanted to ask you about uh, Alex Ray, is he, a, is he a madman? Yeah, Alex, he's a funny guy, you know. Have you spoke to him? He's been on, mate, he's brilliant. He's brilliant, isn't he? He's yeah. mate, so funny. I've, do, I've done a couple of things with him down here uh, in the last year. Mate, it's, he's got some stories. Huh? He's, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. He's good ability as well, by the way. Really good player. Underrated, huh? Yeah, I thought... Well, we at the time when I was at Wolves, we had a few Scottish boys come down. We had Colin Cameron, we had Alex Ray, we had Kenny. Um, they all come down at one time. Colin Cameron was, mate... I he's a player, he was, he Colin Cameron? Mate, I thought he was different gear. 
Mm. He was brilliant for his size as well. He was only a small player, but the ability he had, and I don't think I've seen anyone run as much as him on a pitch. Yeah, uh, Paul Lynch was there as well, mate. See when we were kids coming through at Celtic, just before your time at Celtic, like certain hearts and they all had big, like, massive, big time shouts. But funny, yeah. funny, like was instant. Yeah, he, he, he was, yeah, he was the all-time. He was the all-time massive time person you've ever seen. Um, he was a. Uh, he was good though. He didn't take he didn't, didn't take no rubbish from anyone, um, but he helped you as well. So he, he was good that he came in, and obviously we went and got promotion when he did come in. So what was a few shouts? What would he give it? Uh, well, geez, he, he, he was just the usual massive type. He used to give it the money shouts. He used to give it all that. Uh, they don't talk, call me the governor for for no reason. This or that. <laughs> just, the, just the usual, mate. But he'd use them at certain times. Like timings, everything, and he just used them perfect. Was he, was he a player now? Was a hair? Yeah, proper he player. A serious player, both footed. Even I remember him, him and um, Kenny. They used to be on the training ground. She would have the, the the best left foot. Nearly nearly every single day in training, they'd be pinging, they'd be half volleying, they'd be volleying. On this is every single day, and they'd be coming into the dressing room. He's got the best left leg. He's got the best left leg. <laughs> Literally everyone, man. I was like, what are these? He was like a big kid. Uh, was that Kenny Muller? Yeah, Kenny, yeah. Did he take it? Yeah, he was, you know, he, was, you know, he came, down, came down south when he was a young young boy from, from Rangers. And, uh, yeah, we'd become mates when he came down, yeah. So, so I, spoke to Aiden, I spoke to Aiden last night, mate, and he says, asking Nails if it's true that he was called Nails because he was so far up Kenny Muller's ass you could only see his toenails. I didn't said that, yeah? I'm going to have to drop him a text after that. <laughs> Brilliant, man. Uh, and then another legend, Nils, Glenn Hoddle. Wow. Good coach. Not, it, yeah, for me, best coach I've ever had. Has uh, he been? Yeah. Oh, yeah, easy. Way before his time. Um, he's coaching like what the coach now. Um, but when he first came in, he, he used to join in in training. And uh, man, he used to flick it over people's heads like it was nothing, and just catch it like the other side of them, and just make bring it back through Megs. And man, honestly, he was different. When 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 you see different different players, uh, it just opens your eyes to to how good the top internationals were, and he was one of them. What kind of guy was he? He, he was just straight down the line, mate. He didn't have a laugh. He, he went. He was nothing like that, but he knew his football. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then uh, on to Celtic. When did you first hear that, that Celtic were in here? And did you know much about Celtic? No. Um, so, obviously, it's one of them where I, I used to love collecting stickers when I was a kid. And you always used to... That's, the only, that's when I first knew of Celtic. Uh, so, that was my first, you know, look at Celtic. But when, obviously, growing up and coming, coming through walls and then getting to a stage where... I've got a chance to move there. It was a massive, massive decision. It wasn't easy. Mm. It wasn't easy at all. Like, you know, I'm, I'm playing for Wolves and that's my boy, my boyhood club. I'm local. Um, I've been there 10 years as a pro. Um, then, obviously, Kenny's shouted off my name to the gaffer. Oh, so was it Kenny Muller that said to striking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kenny's gone into Strachan and said, "Look, 
I know you need a left back. You need to go and get this boy. Um, so literally from then it just got the ball rolling, and obviously Charlie, he was obviously in exchange for Charlie. And was he one of your pals? Charlie was my pal, huh? Was he? Uh-huh. I was buzzing when he but fucking got rid of him too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's, he's, he's done brilliant, isn't he? To be fair, so fair yeah. play to. Oh, that's not like Kenny though, just being shy and going speaking to the manager saying you should sign my mate, is it? Oh yeah, no, yeah. No, nah, you know what Kenny's like, geez, he's, he's got a lot to say. Um, so yeah, he's he's obviously set set it in motion and it's happened within about within about a week or two of me first hearing of it. Oh, did you do you remember the first time you spoke to me starting? It was yeah, it was obviously first day. It was, it's, it's always strange. He's a strange, strange person. I find him hilarious, mate. Yeah, he's funny. But um, but you know, some people don't take him the right way, do they? So no, he, he was brilliant. He was good as gold. Uh, and it just so happened that I've ripped it up in my first season, which makes it a bit easier. Because <laughs> <laughs> see, we watched your initial interview back. Uh, and you sh- you were absolutely buzzing with the move. Like, could you take it on? Did you- was you surprised when you got up here? Like, how big the stadium and, and stuff like that was. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you yeah, down south, mate. Like, at the time, I think it's it's become a bit more popular uh, now. But back then, like, it, it, Scottish football was was nothing down here. It's, it's thought of nothing down here. Obviously, Sky and all the money's helped it through the years. Uh, become a bit more attractive, obviously playing the Champions League. Um, but it, it, it wasn't really seen as anything. Uh, so when I've got up here and I've seen, you know, the magnitude of what Celtic is, not just as a club and how big the stadium and all that is, but just to the fans that you meet on the street. Uh, Neil, see your first day at Tunan. Yeah. What, what did you think of the standard? No, I thought it was honest, good, obviously. Because uh, Stillian and um, was still there at the time, but he was pissing around, wasn't he, in training? Maybe he was, was it there when he fought with Snowy? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was in there, and then obviously there was Tom Owen as well, and mate, they were just pissing around constantly. And I was thinking, geez, is that is that what you have to do to get a move? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, Tom could fuck it off, couldn't he? <laughs> mate, oh mate, it was, it was mental, and I was like, wow. But obviously, their ability on top of Eurasic and and all that, and and then obviously Tommy Graveson coming in. Uh, yeah, mate, the quality was brilliant. I thought the quality was really good. Like, obviously, Naka was there. Like for me, Naka was one of the best players I've seen. How good was he in the boxes, man? Uh, he never lost the ball ever. He was like Strachan. Strachan was unreal as well. Mate, remember Strachan joined in the boxes? Yeah, he'd never lose the ball at all. Ever. And when he did, you'd go in. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you first came, Nils, was there any boys that were on you or was everyone quite good with you? No, nah, it was good, mate. I, don't forget, I was 26. Yeah. I weren't like a kid. Mm. And I played like 350 games by the time I caught there. So, it's one of them where I'm a season pro, so I was... Any, 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 the only shit I had was me, was me and Arta <laughs> on the pitch. Oh, we'll come, we'll come, Arta. <laughs> see that, see that fight with Snowy and Petrov, mate. That was too heavy weights going at it, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. It is, it is mental. I mean, you see, no, you see. I mean, I've, I've been involved in, especially down south, like in some, 
some mad fights on the on on the training pitch after games during games loads mate but it's it's part and parcel it's a heated it's a heated uh environment isn't it so yeah. did it see when like you gave the ball in tune in that early doors did we starting did you have any wee quirky remarks for you now no i never give the ball away mate <laughs> right. Was that a better standard than rules, Nils? Um, it's tough. Uh, Celtic itself, um, it was it was up there. It was up there, but at the same time, we had some serious players at Wolves as well. You know, Dennis Irwin was coming in, and mm-hmm. and you got Paul Lintz and you got Jolyn Lescott, you got Kenny Miller, like Mark Kennedy. Like all these are international, have been international players. Yeah. Um, so it, it it mixes obviously going through the years. Yeah, early on in my Wolves days, yeah, Celtic were much much better than that. Um, getting on towards the end, I played with some good players, but they were coming towards the end of the career, and that I suppose Celtic as a, as our team in my team uh, that I played in, you know, I think we could have we could have produced in the Prem. Yeah, yeah, huh? Because obviously you beat Man United in that, so where do you think you would have finished in the Prem? Top six? Nah. Nah. <laughs> where then? Where? <laughs> You're a joker. Um, <laughs> 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 you've got the last six teams in the Champions League. Uh, yeah, look, that, and, and that's because of, you know, Celtic Park, plain and simple. Obviously, at the end of the day, we, we shouldn't be getting to the last of the 16. Uh, at the Champions League, it, it, for you know, no disrespect to to our squad, uh, but when you when you're beating Benfica to get into the last sixteen and stuff like that, with their budget compared to our budget, you, do, you shouldn't really be matching. Get it's us. not a match. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we what we did have was Celtic Park, and everyone given a hundred percent, and that was the difference. Right, a different atmosphere. Your first Celtic like, Rangers experience, what was it like? Won the game 2 0 at Celtic Park. Is it any like, like, I know you played with Wolves, they had derbies like Villa and stuff like that, but does it nothing come close to that? Like, no, nothing, not, nothing, nothing. I don't think anything will ever come close to that at all. Um, the, the place just, just becomes electric. Uh, you can't hear yourself think. Um, obviously, I played in a uh, you know, big derby before with Wolves Albion. Which I'll be honest is, is a massive derby, uh, and the noise that creates is is huge. But Celtic Rangers is just a different level. Like you know, you, you got when you when you hear people, uh, they travel far and wide to come to to come to that game, and you know there's a reason for that. Were you shaking yourself, Nils? No, no. I was, I was buzzing for it. No, oh, yeah. I was buzzing, mate. Yeah. Right, it's, well, my first taste of football, of uh, Scottish football was against Browning. I don't know if you knew. My first game was Hibs at home. Right. Was he playing right uh, midfield and you were left back? He was playing right midfield. So, um, so this was, <laughs> this, was our, this was my first meeting with Browning. So then I'm walking out. We've done our warm-up and that. We're out for kick-off. I'm walking across the field. Browning comes running right next to me and goes, I'm going to break your legs. He's a wee wider, wasn't he? He must have been what? Well, he's about six years younger than me. Yeah, he was like he was twenty at the time. And I'm like, is this kid for real or what? And 
obviously they went and scored. I think it was, did they score? Did they go one nil up or what? It was one 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 or something like that. And he's he's come running up to me as well. I'm going, I'm going to be on you all game. You ain't going to get anything. I'm going to break you in two. And I'm like, oh my life, what have I come to here? Um, <laughs> was he decent? Was he good? I uh, was good, but then we went and got the winner from me going down the line. But and then I went. Uh, I said to I said I write to him after. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Kenny Moore scored the winner that day in the Celtic Rangers game. Were you uh, delighted for him? Yeah, obviously he's my pal. Um, you travelled through. You stayed in Edinburgh, didn't you as well? Well, he actually lived with me. Yeah, so um, men behaving badly, innit? Mate, yeah. <laughs> Uh, mate, we lived, we lived just we lived in Queen Street, which is one back from from the main road in in Edinburgh. Wow! wow. So yeah, it, we had some good times. Um, it was good. It was See, good. after that two 0 win, did you go out after that? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, always in Edinburgh or ever in Glasgow? Mate, we we used to stay through, like, because obviously the best night out is. He's through, uh, through in Glasgow, so we definitely, after a win like that, you go out in Glasgow. <laughs> who, was who was good for who was good on, who was funny on a night out, Neil? Did you know any uh, babysit big Dan O'Day? That was wild, wasn't he? He was a bomb scare. <laughs> <laughs> He'd end up in the back of police vans and everything. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be saying this, is that is the underwriting? Well, mate, I've, I've cleared it well. He, told, he says that you can tell what you like. I spoke to him yesterday. Yeah, no, mate. I, I, every time I, I even speak to him now. I speak to Darren all the time. Um, great lad, great lad. But he's after a beer is a nightmare, man. I'm like, yeah, I just felt like I was babysitting everyone. I'll be honest. Who else was? Who else would have been a good laugh? I know Aiden. Yeah, mate. I mean, everyone. We had a good squad, to be fair. Um, and every everyone enjoyed a, a, a night out. And I, I think, I think that was the way. Especially when I first moved up, we were winning every week. We we won the league two years on a run, and I think um, for the first six months I was up there, I was I was probably out every single week, and then I went and got my missus, and that one that was the end of it. <laughs> Ruin everything, didn't it? Oh, do you know who else is mental, mate? Big Chris Killen. Oh my life! I speak to Kipper like regularly, so. Um, well, he would piss at the bar, not wouldn't he? Yeah, so him and mate, him and Brownie, mate, they're disgusting people. Like honestly, they're disgusting, horrible people. So I, I tried to stay away from them as much as I could. Uh, obviously, when you're in the bleeding shower and you feel something warm on your leg, and you're looking down and they're pissing on your leg, you're like, oh, these are the sorts of people you have to be around. <laughs> <laughs> Did they know you used to abuse people's rooms as well on their way trips? Oh man! Literally every single every single away trip, I'd be like, I'd get in my room, lock. I'm I'm not coming out. No one's coming in. Locking it, barricading it with a with a chair, everything, mate. Just so I know I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping nice. But even then, you're thinking about windows, doors, man. You you got to lock yourself in. Otherwise, these these pair were just relentless. Who would they, who would they date to the most? Was it Big Elvis they got quite a bit? <laughs> big big Elvis. Obviously Elvis would get paid off. Elvis would get paid off straight away. But it would it, it just wouldn't stop them. It wouldn't stop them. They're just relentless, horrible individuals. Are you surprised to see what Bruni's like now? Because obviously he's pure he's Mr. Serious now, he's a certainly can't do it, but back nah, in he's, he was wild, serious, wasn't he? He's serious to the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Behind the closed doors, so yeah, he he will not change. Great lad. 
Uh, very underrated, by the way. Yeah. Thought so one stage he'd be gone to the Prem, but he turned it down and stayed. And uh, I think it was a, probably his best decision. And you know, look what's happened. Uh-huh. Uh, big year that year for Celtic as well in Europe. You said uh, when you saw the draw, did you say, you've said that you didn't think, but why didn't you think you were good enough to beat the teams? Oh, you know, look, budgets and we had we had good players, we had good individuals, um, but the teams we were playing against, they're world superstars. You know what I mean? It's we, we shouldn't really be com- competing on on that sort of level. We, um, we can't financially, um, but we've done it because because we're Celtic and, and the Celtic fans and Celtic Park. Um, we had an unbelievable free kick taker who was the best I've ever seen um, in NACA. Uh, and he, you know, as a player, um, obviously didn't speak much English. He, he could, though. Let me tell you, he could, is when he wanted to. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, um, I used to talk to him all the time. And I, I used to say, you can understand me, can't you? And he'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> please tell me, please tell me like Naka would talk about drinking and birds and that, please. <laughs> Come on, Naka, really? <laughs> <laughs> right, tell everyone how he used to practice his three kicks as well. Who would he fire in goals? Um... He put, he put his, he put, uh, what's his name? Um, his interpreter, he put his inter- interpreter in goal and he'd be out there for an hour, to two hours straight and his interpreter would be diving in. He'd, he'd have, he'd, you know when you pull your sleeves up like that? His interpreter would be like... <laughs> but, yeah, did did Clarky you know give him a pair, interpreter, a pair of boots? Remember he used to wear a pair of boots? <laughs> hey, getting a pair of boots out of Clarky, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing, man. Uh, right, dramatic opening game, mate. Man, you 3 2 defeat. How sick were you? Obviously, Giggs, Giggs died for the penalty, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a tough one to take, especially when you know it's not a pen. Um, it's, mate, it's, it was tough. It was tough. It was always going to be tough, but uh, when, when, when things happen like that, it's, you know, it's gutting. Uh, yeah, see, um, well, how was Strachan before the big games? Like, how was his team talks and that good? Yeah, you know, how he used to speak to us and how he used to... Uh, he used to pulp the fire sometimes. So he, he would use, I don't know, some words that that usually would go against someone and you think, what a fucking idiot. But he's doing it to pulp the fire to get a little reaction from you. You, you've done it most days with Aiden. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, what was the best one you seen him in Aiden? What was the funniest one? Mate, that's the thing. Like It happened that regularly that it just seemed like it was it was a normal thing every single day. Especially every every uh, every home game. It was 100% because obviously as soon as you go into the dressing room you know what it's like. I, I used to sit where you, where you, where you walk in and obviously Aiden was round by the far side, and I've, just him and Strachan. I never used to see Strachan. It was he just used to be over there, just talking to Aiden, shouting, and it used to be like it was actually kid stuff. It was it was childish. <laughs> it was childish, but you know he got the best out of Aiden. So 
Aidan used to get annoyed that he used to let Naka come inside and he used to tell Aidan not to come inside and stay wide. He used to hate that man. Aidan's <laughs> <laughs> no, ability was a joke. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, um, like, even when, when I'm seeing him in League One, I'm thinking, what are you doing? Like, his ability is, is a... He's a joke, and he, I thought he should have been playing a lot higher. You used to, uh, used to let him talk well, didn't you? He's were, were good together. Yeah, I'm at, if, if I didn't make his career, then bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he was brilliant. We had a good understanding. I knew when he wanted the ball. I knew when he was going to run. Um, and we just, we just had this uh, combination where it, it just worked. Um, getting on, you know, I got him working a bit harder than what he was chasing back and that but obviously he needed him, yeah, himself to do that as well but he done it he put the, he put the work in and you know he went and had a, good, a really good career See he was saying would he ever say anything individually to you Niels or was it always just like a team a team you would address you would, never, would he ever pull you individually No he never really never really pulled me the only time I ever um, well I'll tell a lie the, the first time he pulled me uh, was about for three three months into when I joined Celtic, and he, he said like, "Look, uh, like because England were, were watching at the time, uh, and he's gone. Look, you you're doing well. Keep it up. You know, I think you the way you're playing at the moment. You, you're better than what Bridgie was down south at Southampton. Um, and he says, look, I think you can go all the way. Just keep doing what you're doing." Uh, and after that, I just went down now. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it 3-0 over Ben Pekin? Was that when you started to believe you could do it? Yeah. That's a yeah. doing, isn't it? 3-0. Yeah, absolute doing. And then, um, when obviously when that happened, I, I just thought, yeah, we've got some team here. Just how it worked. I mean, we didn't have, super, we didn't have superstars that were... Uh, obviously, Tom, Tommy came in. And obviously he was from, coming from Real Madrid, but he, he didn't act like a superstar. He weren't, he weren't like, he weren't like you know, he was this person who thought he was like God's, God's gift. We just had people who were hundred percenters, and then when when that's working, and you've got knackers sticking them in left, right, and centre, and we're winning games, and Celtic Park's becoming a fortress, and then you start believing like, yeah, this could be it. See, when you're lining up for that Champions League music and that noise, is that when you start to feel like a proper player? Huh? For me, that's the best, that's the best moment of your career. Uh, I've had it. In, in, in terms of being a footballer, like your hair standing on end, lining up in the Champions League with the music in front of Celtic. My very first Celtic um, Champions League uh, match with Celtic, couldn't hear anything. It's the best atmosphere I've ever, ever felt in my life. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, that's including the old firms. By the way, Paddy McCourt must have had that ringing in his ears every day because his hair was always standing on end. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, jeez. What oh, a man. man. What a hero. Uh, right, mate, man, you're right again. Did you yeah. seriously, mate, their team at the time was a shambles. I looked at it last night. Their team is a joke, man. Yeah. Did you think that you could beat them? That one-off game? No, I mean, it, it was one of them where... We all, I thought we always, at Celtic Park, I thought we always had a chance um, against anyone. Uh, and that's the belief we, we, you know, we had in ourselves. 
no matter who came. Because I'd never worry, like, we could get a do here on the telly right now. Did that not even come into your head? Because that's exactly what I'd be fucking thinking. No, it didn't. Not my head, anyways. Maybe some of the other lads, but never never in my head. I always used to go on the pitch thinking, you know, I'm... I can, you know, I can reach the top. Mm. I want to be the best. Um, and obviously, Strachan then, tell you, was, would Strachan tell you that you're as good as their players, or was he? Not was really. He set you up that was good. What was it? No, he just, you know, he just spoke sense and to just, just to believe in what we, what we do. Um, he knew that playing at Celtic Park uh, gave us that extra little bit. Um, and he knew if we could keep it to nil-nil as long as possible, that we'd, you know, there's always a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he never really, you know, said, you know, we we should we should beat these, we should do that, we should. He, he was he was never like that. I'm, I'm uh, sure I was running about the squad at that time. Nils, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure he made like a big thing in training that that the two days before it, trying to stop schools getting on the ball. Is that right? How can you remember all that, mate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, well, obviously they, they had key players and Scalzi being one, one of them and then you got Ronaldo. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he, he always mentioned, well, did, he, did he put someone on? Did he, was he thinking about man-marking Scalzi? I, I think he was going to put Tony Gravison on him and then he made a cut a couple of days before training so he changed that. Yeah, that, that that was a bad idea. That was a bad idea from the start. Um, that was <laughs> never going to happen. The Liverpoolian Tommy Gravison. Um But no, nah, he, he, yeah, he did mention it. Um, but I don't know if he went and done it on the day. Mm. Um, but, you, you know, you got to try and make them, them players stop playing. Cause it, yeah, cause Ronaldo, Ronaldo, mate, so you, like, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass, but you done all right against him, didn't you? Yeah. At home, yeah, I, I, you know, I done, I done all right, I done well. Um, again, it's stopped the source, and I think the whole team done well in stopping the source. But when he did get it, you know, I done, I done my bit, and that, and Aiden also helped on that as well. So it's, you know, it's, it, for me, it was always about the team. Individually, I done well against him. Thought I done well. Uh, Thought I should have got MOM, I'll be honest, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you noise him up, Nils? Would you noise somebody like Ronaldo up during the game? No. No, no. I, I, I wasn't a talker to, to, to the opposition. It wasn't, it wasn't in me to do that. I was just more worried about my team. Uh, I'd always shout and ball at my team, try and get the best out of them. Positively, I'd never, never um, shout angrily. The only other time I've done that, really... He's, uh, he's once to Arta, um, and then the other time was at Dundee United when I scored that bleeding volley. Um, I remember Gordon having a go at me half time. Um, and I don't know, mate, I had head loss, pure, pure head loss. Um, so, yeah, they, they, were, they were the only two times I've lost my head. On, on what did he say at half time? He was just like as a team, we were we were shit. We we, we were poor that day. Um, but he, he he pulled me out. He pulled me out. He's on on about um, finding someone's feet 
<laughs> I lost my head. <laughs> I lost my head. <laughs> because it was like, there's, a, there's 10 other boys on this pitch and you're pulling me out. Oh my word. And what, did, did he send him back to you when you had to go back at him? Uh, I didn't. I didn't really have a have a go back because uh, I just I just don't think it's it, it's the right time to to do that. Uh, after I put I pulled in and said like, look, I can understand your frustration and that, but there's there was other other people on the pitch that weren't doing great. Just so happens I went and scored that volley after, and my reaction was towards the bench where I, I had a head loss. Man United game, mate. Closing stages. What's your memories? Obviously, Nakis free kick. And then Big Arthur saves the penalty. First things first, Nakis free kick. When he's standing over it, do you think goal? Yeah. 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 Van der Sar in the net. Do you think it's a yeah. goal? That's yeah. Like this is this is what when I say like every time we got a free kick, I just thought goal. When it was in range, I just thought it's a goal. Is that is that good? That like, every single time I just thought it's a goal. I, I just used to walk back. I used to walk back in my position at left back and just thought it's a goal. Okay. Oh, you, fancy, you fancy your left foot, man. I know, I know you that Naki used to hit them all the time. Nah. Oh, I'm not taking the ball off that man. Are you crazy? Not a <laughs> no, I see when the ball hits the net, Nils. What was that feeling like? When, when it went on that free kick? Yeah. My distillation. I, just, I was just like, wow, this guy is a genius. Yeah, I just thought he's a, he was a genius. When it hit, you just seen that net just pull back? And I was just like, oh my God. I just went mad. Just like crazy, uh, what a day that was as well, yeah. And then what? who gives a penalty away? That was me. When it, was that me? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that, it was an actual. It, it was me. Oh, I, I, that's a bullshit penalty, by the way. Absolute bullshit penalty. Yeah. Right, are you fancying Arthur there as well? Is he the type same as Naka? Like you fancy Arthur to save it? Yeah, I. I, I I just thought the day was ours from, from start to finish. Um, and obviously when they got the penalty up, I was shitting it, I was shitting it, I ain't going to lie, because I've, I've gone and give the penalty away and I thought, this is our chance, that this was our chance and I've gone and, I've gone and, like, you can say fucked it, it. Uh, you can say fucked yeah, it, I've gone and fucked it up and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, please, Arthur, please, and then when he pulls it out of the bag, and um, mate, from then on, I was just buzzing, I was just like, yes, boom, Get our points on and get 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 through there. Uh, let's get out of tonight. Have a good time. Did you get a strip? No, I didn't. Um, I wasn't big for getting strips. I'll be honest with you. Although the one I was pissed off with was Mick, Big Mick, when he went and got fucking Messi's top. I played against him two ninety minutes, and Mick's gone and chased him, chased him half time, and said, "Can I have your strip at the end of the game?" This is at half time. I'm, I'm like, oh my. I've played against him for 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> Did you ever go, oh, nightmare, man? Uh, how was the dressing room after that when you knew you were in the last 16? Yeah, mate, brilliant. We've gone crazy. Champagne everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's one of them. It's like, I first remember winning the league and we had, I think it was about three inches of champagne on the pit, on, on <laughs> in the dressing room. It was, it was like, a, it was like a paddling pool of champagne. But this, 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 was, a bit, this was a bit less than that. But it, you know, it was one of them. It was brilliant, we, great banter. Would we Gordon be having a champagne? Nah, mate. It'd, it'd just be in. It'd, it'd say a few words and then straight back out, and then we'd just get the music on and have a little party. Yeah. Oh, he didn't like the boys drinking, did he? Nah. 
no chance. He, he was straight down the line. He was because he was a fitness freak when he? he was a fitness freak. He was a football man. He'd done everything by the book. So he 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 hated all that. He knew it went on, but he he hated it. Uh, and because we, had, you know, we had a, a, quite a young dressing room, quite a few young lads in the dressing room at the time. So um, he didn't want them to go off the rails, but. You know, he was straight down the line. You can't, you can't stop your players having having a celebration after that win, anyways. Because he banned, he banned just figure in Glasgow, didn't he? Yeah, there was a few. There's a few things happened though at the time, and the press was all was always after always after the players. You know the press are up there. They're bleeding. They're a nightmare. Um, so that's what I mean. Footballers on the front page, middle page, back page. It's it's everything up there. So. At the time, someone was out to, to get the lads, and I, I can't remember what happened. It might have been Coldo. Something happened with Coldo. I'm not going to mention anything, but something yeah, happened. So where would you go if you kind of got a Glasgow then, just through Edinburgh? Well, me and Kenny, yeah. Me and Kenny would be out most times. Not out-out, but we'd be out, we'd be out uh, eating at a restaurant every, every night. <laughs> right, mate. AC Milan. Yeah. They were probably the best team in Europe at that time, no? Yeah, yeah, unreal team, Perlo. Um, Kaka. Yeah, Kaka, outrageous team, Maldini. Um, their team was a joke. When you're looking back on paper, I was looking the other day and I was just thinking, wow, um, it's good to look back and, and see some of the boys you play against because, mate, I'm off. My memory's dead. Mm. I've had too many footballs, mate. Um, but, yeah, I look back and I was thinking, yeah, decent team. Was that, was that the longest 90 minutes of your life in that San Siro? Yeah, mate. Oh, oh, mate, the, after that, was it, was it the first one? Where, what, which one was the one we lost in extra time? Was that the first, was that the first season I was in? That was the first yeah. one. First season you were in. First season yeah, you were in, yeah. That, oh, mate. I've never been so sick as a football was, was, after, after Was there a stage in that game that you thought you were going to beat them? Yeah, I thought I thought we, we were always there to 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 try and nick something. Uh, I thought Aiden, I thought Aiden was quality, uh, and I just thought again if we could nick a free kick in and around for the maestro to 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 stick one in top bins. I just thought they were there at the time to to you know to get beat, yeah. um, and I just think. You know, they they just had a bit too much in in in, in a man called Kaka. Oh, me he like Lenny gets. I know Lenny was running like his ass hairs were tied together, but Kaka was a Rolls Royce, mate, wasn't he? Right, he's he, he was he was a beast, mate. Strong, he was a strong runner and fast with it. Uh, and when he got out, when he got out in blocks to get that, but no one was catching him. No one was catching him. Big Daz, I think Big Daz, Big Daz played the game, didn't he? He started the centre half. Yeah. Would you have to talk him through the game, or her? Nah, he was, mate, he was, everyone just, everyone done the bit, and I, I, I was, actually, I was, I was, there's one time I got emotional after a game, so it's probably the only time I've got really emotional after a game, because I thought it was there for us. Um, and that, and that, just getting there anyways was, was a joke of achievement, but if we could have got that, because they, they went on and won it that year as well. I know, but it just goes to show that 
how we competed against them and you know on our day could have probably nicked it yeah that it just shows you mate that in football anything's happened Leicester won the blade in Premier League for God's sake <laughs> oh, that team had some big characters right who was, who was, who was the bigger mona Lenny or Scotty McDonald oh oh yeah that's that's a big shit now nah, Scotty McDonald uh-huh. yeah he could even I, the shop, yeah. No, I actually left him a message earlier this morning, actually, thinking about that. He's the busiest man in the world now, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's Mr. Australia. Uh, now, he's, he, uh, when he came in, I, was, I didn't really know much, much about him, I'll be honest. Um, but, boy, in training, he was just moaning for fun. I was thinking, who's this, who's this kid? Who is this kid? I want it to my feet. Even if it was like a bleeding foot away from him, and he's like moaning, throwing his arms up, giving it all this, and I can't stand people who do that. I can't stand it. it, it it's one of them things that was, it used to like piss me off proper. Um, but when you're banging in the goals every week, you can't really say much. Thought he would always be in fights and tuning and that, wouldn't he? Four in the morning and, and no Yeah, he, he was hor- he was he's just horrible, mate. He's, and you got when if he wasn't banging in goals every week, let me tell you, he wouldn't have lasted long. <laughs> I'm honest because people like that, when, when you're moaning that much, it, it gets to everyone, brings everything down. It just so happened we got an unreal team, we win it every week, so he got overlooked. But he could moan for fun. What did you think? Uh, what did you think of Lenny as a player now? Really good, underappreciated. Um, he, he used to break up play and give it simple, and you need them in your team. End of. I remember Strachan, one, one of the things Strachan said, You boys at the back, give it to a good player. And you good players, give it to really good players. <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved him at Lenny, mate. He never, he never even used to, he used to always say he was interested for the full of pre-season, man. Yeah, it, well, he, mate, you know, he, you know he used to warm up and he, he didn't really, he could hardly get around the pitch. But what he did do was so effective for us as a team that just got us the ball back and, you know, uh, yeah, I think it was key in our first season. How did you find him as a guy, Niels? I was shit scared of him as a young boy. You, you, you were a bit older, so you, you wouldn't have... Yeah, I, I, you know, I liked him. I yeah. liked him. Uh, I used to think he was a bit stressed at times. Uh, but I, I liked him. I thought he was sound. Uh, I learned quite a bit from him, I'll be honest. Yeah, top man. Uh, right, mate. Uh, what are your proudest moments winning the league that year? Is that your first league that you'd won? Or the champ- did you win the championship? Uh, I got promoted. Right. I did. We didn't win it. Um, yeah, I got promoted to the Prem, but we, uh, we didn't win it. It's, we we done it the, a good way, to be fair. Winning the playoff is, is decent. I ain't yeah. going to lie. Um, yeah, so, yeah, winning the league, mate. Or, as I was saying earlier, the, the celebration after that. <laughs> Where did you go? Uh, we was out in Glasgow. Yeah, we, we were out in Glasgow. It was just mad. Any just... story for that night? Any stories for us for that night? No, nah, mate. I told you I had a missus then. <laughs> no stories. <laughs> um, no, but I remember in the dressing room after, mate, everyone was just going crazy. 
walls, suits, everything was soaked, champagne. People were getting chucked in ice baths. People in suits were getting chucked in ice baths. <laughs> mate, it was ledge. It, mate, it was brilliant. Great. Was that another one that Paolo used off through Paolo Nutini in the ice bath as well? Yeah, he come in. He was, he was in there. Yeah, he was jumping. He got in there himself. He jumped in there himself. Me and Brownie, me and Brownie was going crazy at that. Yeah. Who would be getting chucked in like Ian Jameson, like the PR guys and the security guys? Rona, Rona and Ian Jameson got chucked in the ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was brilliant, man. Brownie was on a rampage, yeah, it was brilliant. He was class. And then you completed a double, mate, winning the Scottish Cup. Can you remember yeah. who the scorer was? Dumbay. Is it Dumbay? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> How did Doombay play for Celtic and another? Hopeless man. Right. Was, was, was Caddy around at that time? I think Caddy would have been, I think Caddy would maybe on the bench or in the squat in the stand. Yeah. Because like, I remember you both, both being with us and I said, yeah. Doombay, yeah. Mate, I, was injured, I was injured for a year with Doombay, man. Personality, <laughs> a toothpick. Who's your best pal? What are you on about? You got him on speed. You got him on speed, doll one. Right, see if I got an Englishman talk. Is that like? Can you realise how big a double is up in Scotland? Um, yeah. Obviously, again, you can only realise how big things are until you, only when you get up here. When when you get up there and you you live you live playing for for Celtic and. Uh, you only then realise how big it is. I mean, doing the 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 league's obviously the number one priority, and winning that is is everything. The cups are there as we should. That like that's what I mean. Like that that's the only time I've ever known you don't get a bonus for winning a game. I've never known that in my life. Um, I never never got a bonus for winning a a, league, a cup game. You only got a bonus if you won the final. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that, that's how much that they think you should be there every, every single time. Did you enjoy so, that pressure, Niels, or is it hard to, when you're expected to win another time? No, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought, I just think it brought the best out in you. And you, you, you have a different mentality. It gives you a different mentality. I don't know how you felt going down south with, with having that, men, being a part of that and having that mentality of you knowing what you have to win every week. Me personally, when I went back down, I thought I was, I, I thought I was unbreakable at that time. Yeah, and you were close to an England call up as well, mate. How close were you? I was really close, mate. I'll be honest. Up. Um, obviously, I, I remember Strachan saying they'd been to watch a few times, and the final time they came to watch was it Inverness away. <laughs> we had a stinker. <laughs> Who comes to watch at Inverness away? <laughs> Come on. That is the graveyard of international careers, isn't it? In away. away, my international career. Um, and there was a time where I, uh, I was meant to get called up, um, but Celtic had a cup game. We had a cup final. It was a cup final. Right. Uh, and they called up Nicky Shorey instead, who played for Reading at the time. And I was, I was a bit gutted. I was absolutely fuming, to be honest. Uh, if it's any consolation, mate, I played with Nicky Shore, he's a ledge, man. Yeah, he's, he's sound, he's also a good left-back. Um, Ugly as fuck, but ledge. 
That's why you stuck close to him. <laughs> right, mate, we're going to move on to a screwball. Tommy Gravison. He's a legend on this show, mate. He's the maddest man I've ever met in my life. Any stories you got for us? Mate, he was, he was just off it. Obviously, you know his accent. He, was, he had a Liverpoolian accent. Which was... <laughs> Morning, when lad. First, when you first meeting him, and then he comes up to you, all right, lad. And you're like, what's going on here? And then, uh, obviously, I remember he had a go at me. I think it was the first or second, second session we had with him. And he just went, he went absolutely off it about, I put the ball into his chest and he goes, no, no, lad. No, no. <laughs> into my feet. And I was like, he, he can't be for real. And he, he, honestly, he lost his head. <laughs> he, lost, he lost his head. And- a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Harry looked at you. He looks at you with his... With his uh, Strange looking, you're just like, oh, I'm not having any of this. I'm not having any of this. I don't know trouble, mate. I just want to play football. Would you, would you, were you on, uh, were you on the Call of Duty or news? Nah, I never played Call uh, I, I played Call of Duty, but I never played with him. He was like second in the world or something, wasn't he? Was he? Uh, he was second in the world or something. Him and Deeks used to play, I think. Yeah, I used to play with Deeks all the time. Oh, um, Craig Beattie told us a story something about golf balls you and Tommy. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, there was a few golf balls down the training room one time. And, uh, and Tommy's, Tommy's gone, uh, I, can throw, I can throw the length of this pitch. And I, cause I, I knew I could, I've got an arm on me, to be fair. Um, and I could launch a ball. And I've gone, okay, I'll, go on then. A fiver, I'll beat you. Just messing around. <coughs> and I'll throw it right out. I'll throw it right out. And I've gone, go on then, just, just throw it. And he's obviously thro- he's, he's through it and he's, he's reached the, the other 18-yard box or something like that. So I've gone now and I've, I've launched it. I've cleared the net that covers the goal on the opposite side. And it's, yeah. gone, out of, it's gone out of the sight. And I've gone, cheers, lad. Bring that one in. Nah, but he's, he's one of them. He, he just used to think he could do everything. But, did he not turn up the next day with brand new balls to do it again? Yeah, he was he was trying, mate. He was trying all sorts. He was bringing, he, he brought apples down. He was bringing cricket balls. I was thinking, mate, you're not going to beat me. You're not going to beat. And then he started throwing, he started throwing the the poles. You know, the, as if he was a 
<laughs> as if it was a javelin. I said, Tommy, come on, you're never going to beat me, mate. You see me now? <laughs> what about any other uh, stories that stand out for the dressing room? Anyone? Brownie, any, what was he like in the dressing room? Uh, well, Brownie and Kipper were the ones, mate. That, like, well, Aiden's fight with Arthur. Go on, Oh, my word. Like, I've never seen anything like it. So, Aiden and Obviously, you know, Aiden and Arthur have been arguing on the training field. And it's, it's followed on into the dressing room. And then there was a silence of about 10 minutes. And then, two, like, after that, the ball finished shower. And then, bam, I see two, two, two men wrestling in the shower, having a naked wrestle. <laughs> Thinking, what's going on here? Oh, you're Aiden, man, taking Arthur on. Mate, uh, and that's what I mean, like, fair balls to Aiden. Because Aiden, Aiden lost his head, he's got a big massive lump on the side of his head from where Arthur's bleeding, clapped him one. And then he goes chasing after him in a shower. Oh, mate, fair balls to him, but I don't know why he was thinking. <laughs> I don't know why he was thinking, getting thrown around the shower. <laughs> oh, he was would Arthur fight with everyone to a hair? Was he hard to get along with? Yeah, yeah, he's, he was just a loner, really. Uh, until, uh, obviously, his mate come. Zanaski? Yeah. No, you know, the other keeper? Oh, uh, is that Zalioska? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, he was just a loner, really. He'd done, he'd done his own thing. Got in, got out. Um... Unreal keeper. Unbelievable. Unbelievable keeper. And I just think things got the best of him towards the end. And I think you, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But is uh, what was that? What was your what was your fight on? How come what happened? He thought I could so this is the thing. So I was chasing this bleeding winger around all game, and then the balls going out and I'm thinking I can't get there I, I just can't get there and I'm, I'm knackered so I'm going right it's a corner let's line up for the corner and Arthur's shouting his mouth off at me saying you could have got there you could have got there I'm saying what the fuck are you going on about I couldn't have got there as simple as that and he's he's doing all this in my face and I, I hate that shit because all he's doing is paying up for the crowd so he's giving it oh look at me I'm giving him some oh I'm Mr. I'm Mr. Bleeding Celtic, this and that. And I'm thinking, you're a dickhead. I'd never do that to one of my one of my teammates, never. Um, and all I was thinking is, you're a prick. Um, so, so then, yeah, we've we've come in half time. We're, we're arguing off the pitch because he's come running up to me again. I'm thinking, mate, let's go inside. Let's just go inside. Um, because all, all he's doing is paying up to people and, and looking a dickhead. Um, I says, you want, you want peace, man? Let's go inside. Well, we've got to sort out inside quite happily. Uh, and then we got inside and then it was silent. Wait, I mean, with Strachan saying any is now? No. He, he wouldn't mind us having a pop at each other, Strachan. He'd, he'd quite enjoy that. Uh, and then he'd, and again, he'd poke, he'd poke it. The sound like it. It'd start back up again, and I'm thinking, what's a dickhead? Well, Strachan would try and get you to argue again. Yeah, yeah. 
he'd have one of these comments like oh you should have done this or you should have done that and then it'd just relight the fire Um, (laughs) brilliant man Uh, right we'll talk about qualifying for the last 16 again the Spartak game kicked off a mental season start with Europe uh, beating European champions AC Milan how did it compare to the man Eugen no it was right up there Um, I remember Tommy Burns oh my with Tom, he was he was some character by the way. Jeez. Best guy ever, wasn't he? Best guy ever. Mate, brilliant. Every day, like I've got a couple of pictures up like here at the moment with me and Tommy. Like every day he'd come up to chat and grab me, he'd tell me this awful joke or <laughs> if I'd done something bad in training, he'd be like, I could get someone down the pub to do that now. <laughs> <laughs> he loved that show, didn't he? <laughs> he loved that shit. Every, every training session, get someone down the pub to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I man, I loved. I, what a guy! What a guy! Rest his soul. His one-liners were tremendous, mate, weren't they? Yeah, he was. He was brilliant, mate. He he put a smile on everyone's face every day. Yeah. Um, I remember him running across the pit, across the pitch, jumping on the lads, mate. He was he was different gear. He was. And there's a picture of that in it. Him running across and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mate. He was, he was brilliant. Uh, and that's what I remember because I got injured um, I think it was my calf I pulled my calf right. and uh, I was hobbling across the pitch at the end of it jumping on people <laughs> see with Tommy man it was like when Aidan and Strachan used to fight Tommy would be like the one that would go over and put his arm yeah <laughs> put his arm around Aidan and Darren were his boys and you you boys were, were Tommy's boys and he, he looked after you and he knew that all Strachan wanted to do was make you better, mm. even though you'd never see it in that sort of way until yeah. you know you're an older pro. You'd see, you'd look back and go, "He was trying to help." Uh, I think with Aiden it was a bit different, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it, you know, Tommy was there to to uh, keep the dressing room lively and always smiling, and he did that. Oh, he was. Did Tommy ever join in? Did he ever not make you that? Nah. It, 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 I think he joined in a few times, but now he's, it, it was it was later on. He was start, when he started really getting his problems. To be honest, so. oh, Strachan was brilliant that time when Tommy died, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Strachan was really good with that, wasn't he? Remember, I remember he got all the staff out and on the pitch at Lennox. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was that was his mate, wasn't it? And that's that's the only time I've really seen Strachan have show emotion like that. Um, but he he was distraught when when Tom went. Mm-hmm. He was distraught. Okay. It was sad. It was sad time. To be fair, it was sad time. But it was good, you know. Uh, that uh, you know, we had when we won the. I think we won the league, and when we had the t-shirts at Tammy, and uh, was it Dundee United? Was it Dundee yeah. United? Yeah. yeah. It was a good feeling, mate. That was that was a good feeling to do that for him. Right, right mate. Uh, that that last sixteen campaign came down to Shakhtar at home. Denai scores a last minute winner against that team. Never think they're beaten. Yeah, mate. As, as I said, like especially um, Celtic Park, we've we've always got a chance. Um, but he was a good player, Massimo, wasn't he? he? I thought he was really good, uh, and then he got into going out every week in Glasgow. <laughs> 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 that's, that's why he's back. That's why he's back there now. <laughs> Just for a night out. Loved it, didn't he? No, him, he, him and Strachan as well. They had a wee thing as well, didn't they? I remember that. Yeah, I just think. I just think when uh, Massimo first came in, he was outstanding, and he dropped off when things got a bit bit comfortable. 
Yeah. And I, don't, I think Strachan seen that and he, he wasn't happy with, with what was going on. He, was, he wasn't happy with, with people taking it easy. Oh, right, yeah. See, when you qualified the end for the last 16 Milan, would Strachan then let you have beers on the way back of that? Or was that a no-no? No. No. No, um, no that, 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 that wouldn't happen. Um, yeah, once we got back to the hotel and stuff like that, he'd, he wouldn't mind us having a few in the lobby, but most of the lads didn't stick to the lobby. <laughs> They'd be down drain pipes outside. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that the case that you had to feel sneaker at her? Oh, mate, I remember one time it must have been Barcelona away, and Kipper and Brownie, are... <laughs> everyone's sitting in the lobby, and you see these two lads in white, I think it was white jeans and a white top, screaming down the bleeding <laughs> exit, <laughs> exit stairs. <laughs> Looking around, creeping, everyone could see them all. Like, what is going on here? It's all going off. Uh, oh, I don't they're, they're partying with bleeding Ronaldinho uh, in Boston. What? No way. Who, Scott, Scott Brown and Chris Kellen partied with Ronaldinho that night? Aye. In Barcelona? Yeah, did you not hear that? No, I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah. So, how did that come about? Uh, it must, it must have just been one this one place where and Ronaldinho was was known for being a party boy, uh, and obviously them pairs sn- snuck out and they're in a party with Ronaldinho. What? Mate, why did you not go, man? Uh, I wasn't all for that. I was a good boy. <laughs> why did you not go? Bad <laughs> 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 you know. <laughs> oh, mate, that's amazing, man. Uh, how do you look back on the Barcelona's? Now you set up an opener for Big Yan, didn't you? Yeah, big yam. What would you do? Just aim for his nose? Yeah, aim for his snores. It was a goal every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, some head of a ball he was, though, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I just knew that. You get the ball in the box to Jan, he's, he's, you're going to give him a chance to score. He was quality in the air. He's always going to give Barca problems if you've got crosses in the box. That's what Strachan used to say. Like, you know, get, get balls into the box to Jan. Um, He's, he's always going to beat them in the air. Yeah, Andrew taught mine, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a proper, proper nice guy. Uh, couldn't do enough for, for anyone. Um, anyone that asked him anything, he'd, you know, he'd try and help. He was a good, good, good lad. Was he, was he funny, yeah? He was quite funny, I thought, no? Uh, I think you have to spend a bit more time. I think you just lit. You was a leech. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he had like a watch collection. Do you remember that? Who's? Big Yan had a, like, a watch collection. I remember he showed us it. it was a belter, man. Yeah, he, uh, he had a few yeah, he, he had some doll, that's why. The boy was <laughs> bleeding pure doll. Mate, do you know who had do? Yarasek. Playing at Chelsea, mate. You're going you go into <laughs> big bleeding. Uh, uh, yeah, Yarasek, what a player he was. He scored some important goals as well. Mm. Mate, his gear was decent. He always had to be Gucci bags and that, didn't he? Mate, his gear wasn't decent. Probably to you, not to me. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in Wee Chav, then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, listen, see the Barcelona games, Nils, is that the hardest you obviously up against Messi twice, man? Is that the graveyard shift to her? When, when you talk about people on different levels, like Xavi and Iniesta, um, that that is next level. Like yeah, 
as a fullback, you try and read people on if they're going to pass out to your side and um, kind of kind of win the ball, kind of be on the front foot. You were never on the front foot playing against them. Because you could play it behind you. Because you, you didn't know where it was going. Yeah. Like, you think you could get it, but they play a ball in such a with such pace and accuracy that they'd skim it past you within a foot and you can't touch it because of the options that they have, they're there, they're there, they're in front of you, they're behind you. It's, it's, you have to definitely be on your game to compete. Does Messi, does Messi just go at you every time? Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Everyone asks me, like, what, what was it like marking him and this and that? And You can't really mark him. He's not someone who you can mark. Because if you mark him, you, you'll, you'll be out of position. Uh, he just kind of floats anywhere. He floats and like, and you're trying to keep your your formation in your you know in, in your team. And if you step out of there, someone else will run into it. Yeah. So it, it was very you're very. Man, you're a man that's played directly against both. Who was better, Ronaldo and Messi? Again, like I thought, other players I played against, like the boy who I played against. Uh, Sparta at Moscow was the hardest boy I've ever marked in my life. Who was that? Uh, I can't remember the boy's name, but he gave me nightmares, mate. Nightmares. Yeah. Honestly, like I've never been scared on the pitch ever before. But after after twenty minutes, I thought, shit, I'm getting fucking, I'm getting a doing here. I've, I've never felt like that in my life. And I thought, yeah, that's the next level. But yeah. I, that's what I mean. Marking Ronaldo and Messi. It was tough. It was you so playing up against them. It, it didn't really happen. But the times that you know I did have to actually mark them, uh, I don't. I don't right to be fair. Is that a Barca team the best you played? Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, the the players they had on the pitch it's just frightening. The way they pass the ball, the way they move. Um, and also on the other foot, it's good to hear that then when they're talking about the best places where they go and play, and they, you know, their answers is they love to go and play at Celtic Park. Yeah. So you know, it's one because one we get the victory all the time, and two the crowd. See when you think about all these massive nights, mate. Like, do you feel there's the very few clubs that that can give? Players that sort of experience, is it? Yeah, not not many, and that's why you got the best players in the world talking about Celtic Park, and that for that reason is because of the fans and the stadium and and what the atmosphere brings to to footballers on the pitch. Uh, you know, in these times, they're talking about playing games behind closed doors. I've I've played one or two games behind closed doors, and it's evil. Like it's 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 poor. Like there's no atmosphere. It, this feels like a training exercise. So you know, without the fans, you know, football ain't ain't uh, ain't all that. You're flying in Europe that year, but you fell well behind Rangers with seven games to go, losing to Motherwell. Did you think it was done or here? Yeah, we had a. I think we had a, a yeah a stumbling block where we went on like five, was it how many games? Seven games. Yeah, seven yeah, games was, to go. Yeah, it was. I never thought I never thought we'd we'd lose just because we lost to, lost to the to Rangers. Like it's one of them where that game is 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 a game in itself. Uh, you know, it's it's always 
you and Rangers. So, you know, the, the, the minute you lose to them, everyone else outside is like, oh, it's done, it's dusted, the bubbles burst, this and that. Uh, but, you know, you, you, never, you never give up belief in what you can do because you've, you've done it for so long. How come you've never dominated the, the league uh, the, the way you did the year before? Did Rangers get better? No, I think a, lot, a few of us got complacent. Uh, uh, I know there's a few things going on where, you know, different teammates, different players. Um, there's a few sniffs of uh, some of our players as well. Um, a few sniffs in what other teams tried to do. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, the, when you're playing uh, as good as you are in Champions League and and this and that, then you're going to get looked at from other, from other teams. And bigger teams are going to come in. I know a lot of teams are looking at Aiden at the time. Um, I don't think I played as well as I did my first season in my second season. Why not? Uh, um, in my second season, I was, I was beginning to get a, a bit homesick, I'll be honest. Um, I was, my daughter was down south. Um, I wasn't with with her mom at the time, but I was I was missing my daughter a lot. I didn't, I didn't get to see her as much, so there was a lot of factors. At one stage, I was I was I, thought, I remember telling Strachan that I wanted to leave. Second, um, early on in the second season, it was getting towards Christmas time. Yeah, and what did he say? And he was saying, uh, he was just saying you got to commit, and I didn't really understand him. Uh, for what he was saying until I left. Um, and he was saying, just commit yourself. You commit yourself, you'll go, you'll go um, playing the Prem. Uh, and I didn't really understand what he was believing and saying. I said, uh, I, I had a bit of head loss. But I carried on because that's the, just the way I am. I, I, I give everything I could to, to, to sell to give every time I put the shirt on. Um, but at the time, I remember I was really missing out. Uh, that's tough, mate. Uh, there's nothing worse. Yeah, especially when uh, when my little one was involved, um, and you're not you're not seeing them. I was seeing her once once a month, if that, if that, and uh, just because of the amount of games we we were weekend and we used to play Sunday games, which used to kill me going down south. Yeah, and uh, tracking wasn't that a big one for a load of days off, was it? Oh no, no chance. It, it, mate, even even when you play the first team game, you used to run. Remember on a Monday morning, we used to do that running first off. He runs for a bastard. Seven. Fifteen, thirteens. Oh, my word. I, mate, that was what, so it was behind the goal jog and then it was a sprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, wow. Like, on a Monday, mate, rough as fuck. Yeah, like, it, it was tough, man. But we were, we were the fittest team in the league by, by far. Yeah. His, his pre-season was tough, wasn't it? The hardest I've ever done, ever. Oh, mate, I used to try and pull some injuries pre-season. <laughs> I don't know that. He's giving it the runway and stuff like that. Oh, the runway was naughty, man. Come on. Who was, does that? Was Big John there your first year, Nils? Big John Harrison? No. No, he did. <laughs> He's left now. See, his face went stracking pulled it <laughs> Oh, were, you, were you there with Paddy, did it? Yeah. It, how bad was he? Like, <laughs> for someone who's 
that good at football, be that bad, that that bad of an athlete, he's, he's frightening. <laughs> oh, you know, it was Paddy hard to defend against the one v ones training. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, for me, I loved it. I loved it because I love used to going up against Aiden, and I used to love going up against Paddy. Two best players with a feet, by bar none. Um, but I used to love going up against good people, and I used to, I love the challenge of going one v one. But them pair, mate. Oh. Where did you oh. get? Where did you get Paddy as a guy? Oh, it's some character, isn't he? <laughs> some character. He used to he used to love a glass of wine and a cigar, mate. <laughs> oh, hero! He's a hero, man. Isn't he? hey, he's such a good lad. Such a good lad. But I just wish. I just wish. He had the athleticism to to go and do it out on the pitch because he would have got right to the top. Well, do you think, do you think if Paddy had athleticism, he'd go right to the top level, I heard? 100%. Wow. Yeah. You've seen his ability with his feet. His dribbling-wise was sensational. He just couldn't run for shit. <laughs> no, he, I, how, we, how was we stacking with Paddy? Would he like, slag him or that, or would he be all right with him? It, it was one of them where... Strachan had always want to try and get the best out of people, but they come a time where you know your limits, and Paddy was his limit where he couldn't get anything out of him. <laughs> In terms of that, like Strachan was a fitness freak, yeah. fitness, and I, I'm, I'm sure that used to eat him up. That Paddy never had that. Um, but the the sessions Paddy used to do after training, the four fours, mate. He used to be sick. He used to be sick. I remember being in the gym and I just used to go up just to laugh at him. And honest, honest, mate. I'd, I'd go up and I'd, I'd, I'd just sit there on the, next to him on the treadmill going, are you right there, <laughs> Okay. He used to be sick, mate. He used to be sick. What, he would actually be sick running ahead? Mate, he'd be, he'd be doing 13, 30 kilometres an hour on the treadmill, which is a warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant, man. I love that guy. I love him so much. Uh, Nils, uh, Rangers were dropping points. Is that when you started to get a wee bit of belief? Yeah, because they started to drop points. Um, and I thought... Because we, we had a little blip. And I, I always thought they would as well. Uh, it, it got to around the same sort of time where points were going either side. And I just thought... I never, I, I never thought we'd ever give the league up at all. Uh, How did you find that rivalry, Nils? Would you like? Would you argue with Rangers players that on the pitch? Was there a not a hatred there, but was could you feel that like it's us against them? I don't like them. Did you have that yeah. mentality? Yeah. Yeah. Straight straight off the bat, yeah. Like even in my first game, it was pure hated hatred. Like don't like you boys at all. Like you're my enemy. End up. Wow. Um, was there anyone and, in particular that you would argue like always have a bit with during the games? I used to have a bit with Hutton, to be fair, uh, and Charlie Adam. Charlie Adam gave me a, like a four centimetre gash in my foot. Oh, I wanted him so bad after that, mate. Oh, my life. My, I, uh, I never got, I, I wanted to get him in a game where, they, a fair challenge, I, never, I was never nasty, but I always wanted the ball to come at the right time so I could smash him. Um, and it never did, I was gutted. Uh, mate, honestly, I had a gash. I remember coming in half time and I had a gash. Uh, uh, and you know, the, the Preds, they, they had them blades. A full blade went in my foot. 
Um, and he was so late. I could, he should have got sent off. Mm-hmm. Never even got a yellow card. Um, I'm, I was raging, mate. I'm, I'm, my ankle was a balloon, but I wanted to play on. I just wanted to get him back. Remember, Snatton used to make people play with stakes on their feet when feet was it Telfer? It was Telf. Remember Paul Telfer? Yeah, big Telfer. <laughs> Did you know make Paul Telfer play with a bit of steak wrapped around his foot? <laughs> I don't know, mate. <laughs> I remember that bit, I swear. You hear some stories, you. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, see that, because see that year so Was it Aidan and Novo that always had a bit, wasn't it? They were doing yeah. a lot of words. Always, mate. He was Aiden with everyone, mate, I'll be honest, apart from me. I, I just used to be like his babysitter. It was me and Sam, like, honestly, I don't think there was one person who Aiden didn't have an argument with. So, see, when you were playing behind them, could you hear them arguing with everyone, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone. So, <laughs> Aiden couldn't murmur underneath his breath. It was always out loud. <laughs> oh, brilliant, man. Uh, see, uh, see with Tommy dying, Nils, do you think that kind of pushed you on as well? Like, did, would we strike yeah. and say, like, we need to do this for Tommy? Yeah, definitely, 100%. And Strachan used that. Uh, and he knew that would give us a lift because everyone loved him. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone loved him and uh, it brought, brought us back together and uh, got the same mentality back to going on, going and win it, to be fair. And that night in Canada, is that one of the most nervous you've been before the game? Uh, it was good because it, it was always a tough game against... Dundee, I, I, we always used to get the result there, but it was always a hard working. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. It was tough. You you knew you had to, you know, you was in for a difficult afternoon. Every game was was their cup final, end of, and and that's what that's what I say to people down south when they go on about oh the league shite up there and this and that. And I think and I and I say to them, imagine you playing in the FA Cup. That's what that's that's what it is every single week. Yeah. That team wants to beat you so bad that they'll put everything on the line, and that's what it is every single week at Celtic. That's what it is. It's their cup final, um, yeah. and and that's what you're up against. And Dundee, you know, they were always a tough opponent. And but I'm, I always thought that we'd get the result, uh, even even if we were drawing on ninety minutes. I always thought we'd win. And it was about Piggy Ann scored the header, didn't he? Was it Hartley, Paul Hartley's cross? Oh, Zico, yeah. Zico. Or as Aidan calls him, the bench watcher. <laughs> Whereas, again, he come to us in his prime. He had an amazing season, didn't he? At Hearts and then come to us. And I thought he was brilliant as well. Yeah, he was good this year, uh, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was class, mate. He was uh, another fit that just came in and hard worker and, you know, and there you go, popped up. Barry Robson, funny. Yeah, mate, he's, but he's super dry, super dry, so, great lad. It, to be fair, he didn't really come out of his shell for about three or four months. I think it took him to, to really get involved with, with the lads. Yeah, he used to do his bit. He was, he's old school, he's an old school footballer. Another moment. Uh, another moaner, by the way. Um, oh, but oh yeah, mate, his elbows used to get everywhere, even in training, mate. Horrible. Uh, ev- I remember there was a few people got got nasty at Rob Alt with her. 
I was one. He smacked me in my nose with his elbow. Uh, just because I, I knew that's how he played. But yeah. in training, you're thinking, come on, relax a little bit. Yeah. But he, he was at it every single time. Every single time. Tough, tough opponent. Even that, when we played, obviously, Dundee United, he was one player that always stood out. Yeah. I see that, obviously, you win the league at Tannadice. How was the dressing room after that? Was there tears? Just everything, mate. Obviously, Darren and um, and uh, Aidan were emotional. Um, but it was just brilliant. It was a good feeling. It was, you know, we got out, we got over that emotional side and we knew that uh, Tommy would have just loved us to, to appreciate uh, winning the league. And he knew, like, for him, he just, there he was, just can't celebrate, love life. Uh, and yeah, that, that's what it was, mate. It was, it, it was emotional. It was emotional in the sense that you know we went around with with the t-shirt of Tommy and and, and all that. But you know, it was, it was one that he would have wanted us just to to sell, go and celebrate. Uh-huh. What well, uh, did did he actually make a point of mentioning Tommy after the game? Stratton? Um, yeah, I, I, because I, I think we had the. The, the obviously the t-shirts printed out so we got back in everyone got back in obviously buzzing this and that champagne going everywhere but then he, he obviously had his word uh, he did he obviously he mentioned Tommy and and doing it for him and what it would have meant to him um, and then after that it was party went back out on the pitch and celebrated amazing man uh, some players are saying they felt Strack and believed his time came and actually end at that point then uh, really want to do another year. Yeah, no, I think I think part of that was was Tommy leaving uh, uh, and passing away, and uh, I think it, it gave him a different perspective on on things. And just when it felt it was the right time, I'll be honest, yeah. felt it was the right time. That I, um, everyone thought he was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. What? So between the players, you were all saying, "I think he'll go." Huh? Yeah. Like, what? What else could he have done? Um, we we done three in a row, uh, and everyone thought that was his time. Right, mate. What did you think when Kenny Miller? Did he come to you first? Did he tell you, "I'm going to sign for Rangers"? There was talk about it. Um, I was surprised that it happened. Because in terms of he was flying, he he was flying. Coming pre-season, start the season, unbelievable scoring goals, looking sharp as. I was thinking, why are we letting him go? Why, why, why was it then? Why was it then? Um, just didn't see eye to eye. I don't think. Didn't see eye to eye on the amount of games he was playing and. Uh, Kenny wanted to play every week he knew where he was he could moan but he'd give everything he, he could for everyone he played for um, and he just he weren't happy at not playing as much as he would was you, Would you say to him like you can't go to Rangers or? No I'd never say anything like that he's one of them it's football's football isn't it? I mean um, 
he's played for them before, so he's come to Celtic, you know what I mean? So, yeah, he's done it already, huh? Yeah. Uh, see, that year's, Neil's obviously first year that he's going to win the league. Why do you think it is? Do you think it's because Strachan's kind of heart's not in it as much as it was the previous two years? Yeah, and again, yeah, for me, yes, 100%. Uh, there was a definite change in in a feeling around the place. Um, and even players that were there. Um, oh, I think Brownie might have been on his way to Newcastle at that point. Right. Uh, I think there was a shout at Brownie going Newcastle. Um, there was a shout at Aidan going at this... Um, going um, was that was, did Sean come back that year was that when Sean Sean Ron come back so the, so this was, that was meant to be a swap deal with me well you going to Valor and Sean coming to Celtic yeah we tried we tried to get it as a swap deal and what happened it broke down um because um money what have you. Uh, so that didn't happen and Sean ended up coming up anyways. So I've lost my head mm. because of the season before and how I was missing home and my daughter and stuff. Um, and that was me going back home to Birmingham. So pure head loss. Um, with who? Again, manager? With the manager, Nils? Uh yeah, this this was this was this was with everything. I just, I just at that time when a, when a chance like that came up, um, I wanted I wanted it to happen just because of personal reasons. I love I love Celtic. Don't get me wrong, Celtic with Celtic and my team. Um, um, but getting back on was 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 more important to me at that time. See, when things are not going great, and then obviously Gordon goes, is that probably the hardest time of you being a Celtic, Celtic player? Yeah, I, I love I love my time on the on the Gordon. I thought I thought he was brilliant, a really good coach, um, really good coach. I thought his sessions were brilliant, hard working. You had to work your tits off, but um, a really good coach, really enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought it fell apart then. We were in limbo for a long time after that. Well, um, he goes, are you still then trying to get away? Uh, I, look, I, I wasn't physically trying to get away. Uh, like, I, I weren't actually banging down doors saying this and that. I was never so, because at the end of the day, I'm, I was at Celtic. Uh, I'm at a great club, but... Obviously, I didn't do what Stan, what Petrov done, and I didn't do what what Tom Hall done. <laughs> uh, well, you I should see one day, mate. You should have just punched fuck at me, and you would have got to move. In fact, no, you probably got a new five-year contract. It's one of them. Well, it wasn't in me to. It wasn't in me to play up. Uh, I, I just couldn't do it. I, I probably should have, but sometimes in my career. Um, but I was just too honest and just happy playing football. Yeah. Uh, and then, what was your opinion on the new setup? Mowbray, Venus, and Peter Grant. <laughs> shambles. You think? Yeah. 
What were the uh, shackles? It's one of them where there's it, the same, there's too many cooks, uh, not enough chefs. Like, there was too many people saying too many different things on the training field. Uh, don't get me wrong, all good coaches, but when you've got one person saying one thing, one person saying another, and then it totally contradicts like what, you, what you're trying to do, uh, I just thought uh, it gave mixed messages to the lads. And I just, I think it just showed in the way we play. I thought some of the sessions were a bit baffling, weren't they? Ba- baffled the life out of me. Like, uh, every, they were all different. It wasn't one leading into the other. They were all separate sessions that, it wasn't a progression. As yeah. a, like, I've, done, I've done my coaching badges, I don't know if you have, but you're supposed to progress, progress into something bigger. Yeah. They were just totally separate se- sessions that you're thinking, Get you better man, that. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that, I mean, I remember it. Yeah. It was. It was get you better man, that. Don't get me wrong. They were all good coaches, but uh, it, it wasn't in sync. I never even, I never even seemed like they all got on with each other. So like, it was kind of. Nah, well, like Gr- a- yeah, Vino was his own person. He he, he thought he was still a player. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was a young boy at Wolves when Vino was playing. Yeah. Um, Had he changed much, or was he exactly the same? Nah, he was exactly the same. Didn't change. Unbelievable left peg. And he used to tell everyone on in training every day, some left peg I've got, some left peg. <laughs> he used to say he had the best left foot at the club, didn't he? He always used to say, <laughs> yeah. I've got the best left foot at the club. <laughs> every, every day. Every day. He used to say, I might put my boots back on, I might put my boots every single day. Um, but he, yeah, he was obviously a northern lad. He loved to laugh. Um, but he was one of them where I just I just thought he didn't they didn't um you know they didn't join us together they just pulled everyone apart and sorry Foxy they brought Foxy in didn't they and that that was me there's another man that loves a night out Foxy Foxy great lad he was great a excellent man Foxy but see on Foxy like did Tony Mowbray pull you nails and say I'm going to sign a left back <laughs> no that's where I thought they took the piss out of me I'll be honest um because pre-season, uh, I took on board what Strachan said to me previously. And uh, I said, right, get your shit together. Uh, make sure you're on it. So I've done a full pre-season. Felt fit as fuck. Went into a few games pre-season. Felt amazing. We went to Australia. What a trip that was. Which was pathetic uh, and I, I just thought I feel good I feel really good I feel on it this, this year get back from Australia Foxes <laughs> Foxes there <laughs> like what the fuck's going on <laughs> oh, you're still shite but the food was tremendous mate on that plane remember man oh man I hated flying I never, I never slept, I never slept a wink on that plane, mate. Oh my word! Was it not first class? Yes, I was lying down. Shit, we're going, doc, help me, doc. <laughs> <laughs> mate, I'm camping on a bit too stone that flight, man. I took the piss with the food. <laughs> mate, we 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 had the worst turbulence going over Singapore. That I don't, you must have been asleep. You know, you, do you remember Aiden shouting? Nah. 
Mate, we we went through Singapore and the plane just shook like mad. Adrian went, what the fuck's going on? I'm looking going, what the oh, please help me. And I was just scared of flying at the time. And Adrian's shouting, we just shout out in, like balls in front of everyone. This, this Everyone was sleeping. Oh, you know why I was sleeping? Because I was sitting next to fucking Samaras. Big <laughs> Georgie. Twenty-four hour flight by a guy that never said one word, mate. Mate, yeah, but you fucking your stories being kept him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so see when Foxy came, Nils, did you go and see him over? Like, what's the script here? Why are you buying a left back? Yeah, I said, what, what, what the fuck's going on? I said, <laughs> I said to him like, um, I started the pre-season well. I'm on. I was on fire. Uh, I felt good. Um, your coaches are telling me I'm <laughs> I'm I'm doing well. Um, and then you go and bring the left back in. What what's the script? Um, just had a chance of bringing him in. Work work with him before, and um, that's that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm going, and he's gone now. So did you no. have to sit on the bench, Nils? Or huh? Sit on the bench. Which was frightening. Wow. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was actually very weird. First time this happened to me in my career. He was. Uh, he was. I always thought he was quite a strange guy. Tony Mobley, like lovely guy, but just a bit. Strange. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I want quality. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like saying, Tony, if you want quality, you're not going to get that. <laughs> yeah, I, I. I just. I don't know. Some some people say he was, he's amazing, but I just thought I, I I didn't enjoy his time. No. Was that a strange atmosphere in the place? Like, when did you know like this this is done? This is not going to work here. Was there a certain thing that happened or a point? No, in this I, just, I just thought that pre-season was there was a few things creeping in, and I just thought it's, it's a bit weird. Even though I just got on with what I had to get on with. Um, but when he started bringing a few players in, which he did, I just thought, like, you, you know, it's, it, everything changed, the atmosphere changed, everything about the place just, just changed a bit. Who was the good enough, Neil, that he brought in? You know what I'm saying, eh? Mate, do you know my job? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What I will say is, uh, so probably too many foreign players came in, wasn't it? I think so, mate, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think too many too many boys come in that weren't good enough or wasn't ready for what Celtic was about. Yeah, there was a uh, lot of things as well, wasn't there? About training and they would ask the boys what they thought of training and would that not end up in a free for all? Yeah, well, that's that. I remember that conversation where because there was a few things creeping in and the people weren't happy and the amount of sessions we were doing. As I say, we were doing three sessions of different cultures nearly every day. And you're like, like that, that can't happen. That, that cannot happen. I've, n- I've never known it anywhere. Uh, and they would drag on and then obviously players weren't happy and then we had a big conversation and everyone would just went, bam. The thoughts all went in and then all shit hit the roof and that was that, that's when it started all going wrong. Can you remember the St. Martin game that, the night you got sacked? Say that again. Can you remember the St. Martin game the night... 
his last game was at four nine seven. Can you remember it? No, I, I, I don't even know if I was there. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I must. I, I could have been at home. What patch for the squad, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And see, when you were getting patched, that would you be going into his office, or would you? Would you just chucked it? No. I, 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 as I said, I, I wasn't one of these that uh, I didn't want to disrupt disrupt anything that was going on, and I just wanted good for my team. Yeah. Whether whether I should have been playing or I shouldn't have been playing, or whether someone else should have been playing or shouldn't. Have been. I wasn't one that used to bang on doors. I wasn't one trying to make a fuss. Looking back, I should have. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I, I definitely should have. Uh, but I just, I, I, I didn't want to be that player that was thought to be disrupting everyone because it, it would have been easy for someone to, to, to do the blame game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right, and then he gets sacked, mate, and your old teammate Lenny takes over. <laughs> How was he when he first came in, Nils? Ah, he's brilliant, mate. Hey, Lenny's Lenny, he was, he's, I thought he's amazing, mate, honestly. He's similar to Strachan in his ways. Just bred that confidence, that Celtic way that everyone needed. Put me straight back in. We win, we win games on the, on the trot, mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not rocket science, is it? Mate, it's not rocket science. Put me in, mate. We win games. <laughs> oh, did you have like, a mean resort on like, City? You just have been miles off it. Yeah, it, he just saw. He just, he just seen that things weren't right. He didn't want to go too much into it. He just wanted. He just wanted everyone to be on board and to know what it's like to be a Celtic player and what is the demands on on us all. Um, and then straight away, boom, we go and win eleven on the on the bounce. The only thing is, so the wee down point is that the Scottish Cup final or Ross County. Now, we've had boys on, and some people have said it's the craziest I've ever seen a manager go after a game. Did you go along with that? <sighs> Mate, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. As I say, he used to stress a lot, um, but he could go at it as well. And he, was, he, he, want, he, wanted, he wanted some success from that season. Uh, and that's what he was going to get, but we messed it up, didn't we? And that was that. Did that see that semi final? Or did it just sum up that team that year? Uh, he just summed, summed it up. Um, it never really got anywhere. I think we were in, uh, was it Europa League in that, that, that season? Was that Europa League? Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, it was one of them, mate. The season was just was dead from the start. And what we're talking when you come in after that game? What is it? Teapots flying everywhere. Is it pinned up? People getting pinned up? Yeah, it, it was. It was more like a a rant with himself rather than rather than at people. He used to get mad. Like even though he was mad at the players, he, he wouldn't really dig people out individually uh, that much. Uh, but he, he used to get a red face on him. He used to get red faced, going mental. He's <laughs> yeah, one of them, mate. You'd expect it, though. Yeah. Because he was, he was Celtic through and through. But see, Neil, see, at that stage, you've been in the club three years. Are you getting on people then? Like, are you not accepting that performance? Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as I get back in the team, I know, I know that I'm, I'm a senior player. 
Uh, and I'm doing all I can then when I come back in the team to, to try and get the best out of people because I, I need that person next to me. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, that, this, is, this is where you have to look and how can I get the best out of him? How can I get the best out of him? Am I going to scream and shout? Am I going to this or that? And it, that's, that's when it takes a good manager, a good older pro to realise how can I get the best from my, from my boys? Yeah, it must have been sad for you, though, Nils. Like that was your last season at Celtic, and when you think of where that team, the team that you played and finished, to the team that you had for the first two years, it must have been quite sad for you. Yeah, it was shit, mate. Honest, um, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't um, leave a good taste in my mouth. I'll be honest, but just because I love, I love the club and the way it fizzled out for me, it wasn't great. I'll be honest, it wasn't great. Uh, you still managed to finish off in a positive form, mate. You scored the winner against Rangers. I know, mate. Unbelievable ever. feeling. Talk us through uh, it. Talk us through it. It was my, it was my last ever game. Um, that was that ended up being my last ever game for for Celtic. Um, what a way to bow, bow out, huh? Um Yeah, so, so wait, the free kick. So you finally got to take one because Nakad fucked off. <laughs> finally, finally got to take one. Absolutely shanked the life out of it. Ended up going bottom corner. <laughs> Take it, got the worst haircut in the world, but go and celebrate with the boys over in the corner. <laughs> Man, I, I shaved my hair that, that week. What a bad, bad decision that was. Nah, you've uh, got the taste for that. Nah, you, you're correct. Correct. Uh, better than your face for radio. Uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> your your pout for radio. Jesus, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, I promise you now, I'll stop it. I'll stop doing the pout. Uh, uh, mate, did you just feel like your time had came an actual end then? Uh, yeah, well, that was it. That that's my contract up. Um, yeah, I, I needed to get back down south, mate. Uh, my my little girl was missing me when when you see when she comes up and then she's leaving crying. It's 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 not easy. Uh, that 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 killed me. That killed me for two two seasons. I'll be honest. Um, Jake, have you never had that news with the daughter that you you just spent a lot more time, a lot longer at Celtic? Yeah, I think I would have finished my career there. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, hundred percent, mate. I love, I love, I love being at Celtic. Uh, in fact, it's probably one of my favourite teams I've ever played for. Wow. Uh, and I spent seventeen years at Wolves, by the way. Um, so. It, yeah, I mean, I was I was there four four years, but how they treat you as a person, even now, like they treat you as a king, and like no one nowhere else in football does that. Uh, yeah. Even when I go back to Wolves now, it's like a chore for them. Whereas Celtic, bleeding, get get in the bleeding executive box, get here, everyone giving you hugs. It's different level, mate. Different level. But the fans brilliant with you, Nils. I liked you, didn't they? Yeah. Brilliant, mate. Yeah, really good. Uh, even now, going back up, it's always nice to... It's always nice to ask... Being asked to get a photo and sing uh, your autograph and stuff. And it happens loads at Celtic. And that's why I'm up there every week, mate. <laughs> <laughs> was it, last question, Nils. Even though it was like your daughter, was it still tough to leave then? Uh, 
At the time, no, because I just felt it had to happen. Yeah. Um, if I was playing every week and, you know, different circumstances, yeah, I don't think I would have left. No. I don't think I would have left even if they told me to get out the door. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, it, it, you know, at the time, it was the, it was the right time to just get gone. All right, last question. This is the last one. I know you're an agent now, but we're going to see you with a call and tie on manager, Matt. Now, nah, like, for me, I, I wanted to be a manager. But the longevity in the game, being a manager at the moment, it's bleeding one week to uh, God knows how many years. So you never know how long you're going to be in a, in a job. Um, so I don't think I'll be down that route, no. Nils, absolute pleasure. Thanks very much, mate. Good, buddy. You think, today, you're doing it. The lottery. Isn't there a new app where you pick your numbers by just shaking your phone? Nice. And maybe then you think, well, if someone's going to win it, why not me? Shake, pick and play with the new app. The National Lottery. It could be you. Play responsibly. Play for fun. You know that feeling you get when you sense a team's winning streak is about to end? Or when you know the pundits are getting it all wrong? That feeling? That's me. I'm your hunch. I was there back in Istanbul when you just knew the comeback was on. I'm the guy that tells you when the odds don't look so odd. I'm your hunch. It's time to start listening. Heed your hunch with Betway. Download the app to find out more about Betway's Bet Club. Full terms apply. 18 plus, Dunlouis.net. Bet the responsible way. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like... Wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.